Time Runs Out, Month 3. Welcome once again, time travelers. This is Matt Anderson here with you today to talk about the latest month of Avengers comics. Uh, that's right. We're tonight we're going to talk about New Avengers number twenty six and Avengers number thirty eight. You may remember in the last episode uh, they actually did a little bit of double shipping over at Marvel, so there were three issues to discuss, but there were only two issues that had the banner in six months. Time runs out. So. As you know, Marvel has this event happening right now called Time Runs Out, and uh, every month the number is counting down, so next month I will cover two or three comics that say in five months time runs out, and we've already covered eight and seven, but here we are. There's only six months left until we hit the event Secret Wars. Everybody is speculating that's what Time Runs Out uh, leads up to, and I mean, that seems to make sense because it works out time-wise. So, this will probably be a shorter episode, though, because... First of all, there's only two issues to discuss instead of last month's three. And also, this first issue, uh, most of it is really just a, a big, long conversation. So, so far in this Time Runs Out feature. Now, this is not an alternate feature. This is the legit future of the 616 universe. Uh, things are happening in most of their comics are the present day. These uh, uh, these particular comics are set eight months well, it was eight months in the future when this started, so now six months in the future. Um, and it it isn't something where at some point somebody's going to change something in the past and alter this. This is actual. Uh, this is the actual timeline. This is real events that are happening here. So uh, in the future, Tony Stark uh, is a prisoner, and this is interesting because we haven't seen Tony Stark once since Time Runs Out start has started. Uh, we've heard about him. We've seen him in his superior Iron Man armor, but we haven't actually seen him. So now we find out why we haven't seen him. He's been trapped. If you've been following Jonathan Hickman's Avengers run, you know that the Illuminati had some uh, sort of glass-looking cages, although I'm sure they weren't glass. They're just transparent, uh, in which they had trapped uh, Black Swan for a while. They also had Terax trapped there. So in the Avengers and New Avengers titles, we've seen these Illuminati cages we'll call them even though they're not bars like usually not bar cages like you usually see there they're just basically a transparent cube but uh the cabal the the evil version of the illuminati has trapped tony stark in one of these and in this issue we see that at some point he took the cabal on and they defeated him and now he's been a prisoner for months so most of this comic like i said uh is just a, a long conversation between black swan and Tony. And so uh, just to give you some of the highlights, uh, she's not necessarily, um, she's not tormenting him. She's not uh, like trying to trick him or anything. She's just trying to get to the bottom of uh, what his plans are really or what his plans were. And uh, let me see here. I'll try to, I will read a few quotes here. Uh, Tony says to her, I've been here for months now, sitting in this box, hour bleeding into hour. uh, And uh, he says he has one constant that never fails, and that's her, Black Swan. She's the one that keeps visiting. Day after day, he says, you show up, offering me a way out, offering me the latest flavor of salvation. 
I used to think it had to do with me being generally useful, but you know what I think now? And she asks, what? And Tony says, I think you're in love. And I, you know, I never really get a feeling if he's just, uh, you know, messing with her or if there's some legit feelings that she's developing, it's possible. But, uh, as the conversation progresses, we find out that, well, Tony's saying to her, he's kind of figured out her plan or what she's got in mind. Uh, in the past, we've seen Black Swan has been traveling from parallel universe to parallel universe, but he thinks that she plans to make this her home, and he calls her out. He says that when they had her as a prisoner, they know that, uh, or they found out that she had um, different, let's say, DNA samples and brain scans, and it looks like she's planning to restart her world. So here's a quote from Tony. He says, you're jumping from world to world looking for a refugee. No, looking for a refuge so that you can regrow your loved ones and get your family back. Uh, you're not a black swan at all. You just present as one. And then she starts to get a little bit mad. You see she's kind of tearing up. So I think we're, as the audience, supposed to believe that he's onto her. Um, and, uh, yeah, so this kind of just goes back and forth. Um, let's see. I think as this conversation... Oh, yeah, as the conversation progresses... Uh, he, we, she gets mad and she says she's done visiting him. He can rot away. She's not going to visit anymore. And just then, just as she turns her back and leaves the room, we see two people who have been, you know, throughout the issue, we've seen little clips of two people in full suits. So we couldn't see who they who they actually were, who their identities were. Um, they've been kind of sneaking up towards where Tony's cage was. And they're in uh, invisibility suits, I guess, because... They sneak right past some of the Cabal members and Black Swan. So once Black Swan leaves the room, they uh, allow themselves to be seen by Tony. We still don't know who they are, but then they take off their masks and they are Black Widow and Spider-Woman. Now, we heard in Avengers uh, issue number 37 that these guys were off the grid. So here they are. They explained to Tony that they had been following the trail. It's taken them some time, but they finally were able to track him down. Um and and but then the conversation gets crazy because it looks like they're about to free him. That's great. He's going to be saved. Uh, but Black Widow says, "Wait, let's let me go back here." Spider Woman says to Tony, "We've left Steve because we're done with his cause. Too righteous for the times. But we can't save you, Tony, unless you know that you need saving." And he and he says, "Well, I'm in a cage. Of course, I need saving." And Black Widow says, I want to let you out of here, but I can't risk unleashing you back in the world if you can't see that in your own way, you've been just as wrong as he has, meaning Steve Rogers. Uh, maybe even worse. Then Tony freaks out. He's like, wrong? Wrong? I haven't been wrong once. There's not a single decision I've made that I would change. Unleash me, he says. You should think, you should thank whatever God you worship that I'm still alive to save you. And then with that... He's, his two friends turn around. You know, it's interesting because, you know, time has passed as we're reading this. We don't know what's going to happen in, in the Superior Iron Man comic. We don't know what's happening in the the present day Marvel Universe that's going to make Tony snap like this. But it definitely appears that he's turned into a villain. He does something so wrong that his friends are against him. Um, and as they walk away, he says, make sure when you do come back, it's because you need me. That it's on your knees, both of you, repentant, because I can't save any of you unless you realize that you need saving, and I'm the only one on the entire planet who can do it. So that's how the issue actually ends, with him just screaming at them, uh, and it really gives you a feel for where Tony's at at this point. Uh, he 
thinks that he can do no wrong and that he's the only one that can save the day. And maybe it's true. Maybe he is the one that's going to save the day in the end, but uh, definitely not the hero that we're used to when it comes to Iron Man. Uh, there were a, f- a couple other quick scenes. Uh, let me see. The only one I think that's worth, well, one brief thing. So we've got uh, uh, two of the members of the Cabal, uh, also kind of henchmen to Thanos, Proxima Midnight and her husband, Corvus Glaive. They have a quick conversation. And the, really the point of the scene is for us to see the uh, two at the time mysterious characters. We find out they're Black Widow and Spider-Woman, but then we see them sneaking by these two people. But while they're sneaking by, there is a quick conversation and we find out that in the time that's passed, um, the Cabal has actually annihilated 14 other Earths. So there's been 14 incursions and the Cabal has won every time. And uh, with that happening, also Thanos has picked up on the fact that um, when they when they stop the incursions, everything is supposed to just cut off immediately. But there's been something weird happening at the incursion point. So let me read this quickly. Uh, here's Corvus Glaive, Proxima Mid- Proxima Midnight's husband. He says Thanos. Uh, let's see here. He finds that, talking about that Thanos, he finds that variables chafe, and this latest one, a most coarse kernel of enlightenment, uh, change at the incursion points. Uh, and this is where they talk about they've killed 14 worlds. And then he says, and each time, as soon as the world is gone, the incursion point collapses. But now, according to our master, it lingers. Not long, but enough for Thanos to catalog it. The, time, the period of time is expanding. So... I'm not sure what to make of this. I don't know what the importance of that is, but I don't think they would have mentioned it unless it was important. Another quick conversation that happened in this issue that uh, was interesting was between Dr. Doom and Valeria Richards, the young daughter of Reed and Sue. Uh, She reiterates what she told her dad, that um, the worlds are colliding, everything's ending. uh, And, well, he knows that, but the main part is that you can't win, she's telling Dr. Doom who she kind of considers an uncle for reasons we won't get into here. Uh, and then she concludes by saying, what you have to do is start figuring out how not to lose. This is the second time we've heard this exact phrase, so I wonder if there is something there. Again, something under the surface that we'll understand more later. Uh, meanwhile, then we go to Dr. Doom uh, working with, uh, who we got here, Molecule Man. And I think this is... I'm not positive. This is the thinker. Yeah, maybe the mad thinker. They're still working on a plan. I don't really understand most of this dialogue. Molecule Man's having some sort of dream. Always the same. I'm repeating myself now because there's less of me. I dreamt of symmetry, he says, of the shape of what's waiting for us out there, of what's looming in the ether. You have to stop it, Victor. Can it be stopped? Can you stop it? Can you save me, us, all of us? Dr. Doom says, I believe I can, but I require assistance. You must cease the plague thinking that has infected the world out there, Mr. Reese. Think less of how it ends and consider how it all began. You know, that's not how the issue ends, but for me, that seems like the biggest line of the issue almost. Uh, Apart from Tony having his meltdown, uh, I I mean, there's been talks that maybe when time runs out and we go into Secret Wars, we're heading towards a Marvel Universe reboot. I mean, that could be a slight hint of that possibly coming, but who knows? So that's New Avengers number 26 that we just talked about. Now we'll go into Avengers number 38. 
again on the banner in six months time runs out and on the cover we've got cyclops who hasn't been featured at all in uh in the time runs out story so far we got cyclops beast uh so this issue i thought was actually very interesting in the sense that it started to put things into place and i was having some trouble last month figuring out whose side should i be on who do i believe where is this story going um so i'll give you the highlights i'm just gonna flip through the pages here and kind of talk through what we're seeing uh probably the main i mean there's a lot that happens in this issue it opens actually with this character who we find out is named pod and this is the it's not a robot it's some sort of uh intelligent it, it talks like a robot uh but it's some sort of intelligence that came about uh during jonathan hickman's uh story with the origin bombs a while back uh, not too long ago maybe an, a year ago and uh you know we had ex nihilo and abyss and they were sending some bombs to earth to try to restart some different life forms and this character pod came out from that and at the time we saw this robot looking thing attack the avengers and it was super powerful couldn't be beat um and then finally aim captured pod and instead of you know didn't defeat pod in battle but uh was able to send this creature into the uh kind of in between space between universes and that's where where it was being held but now with sunspot in charge of aim they brought pod back and we find out pod's not a robot at all it's not any sort of artificial intelligence this armor somehow took over a female from norway uh let me see if i can find her name here real fast uh, I think it's towards the end of the book. Well, it's going to be hard to pronounce, but her name is Aiku Jokinen, and she her parents are Finnish. I was born in Norway, she says, their only child. She was struck by something when the bomb hit. It looks like an armor. It's as if Iron Man's armor is assembling around her, but it's not an Iron Man armor. It's this crazy, powerful pod armor. And then she just became this new character, Pod, who's apparently now part of the Avengers. So... Uh, that's a big part of this story, and it opens with learning more about Pod. And uh, to be honest, I'm not sold on the name Pod. It just you know, it could have been something cooler or more powerful sounding, but Pod it is. So we'll go from there. Uh, so that was a flashback. That's how the issue opened. But then we go to the Savage Land, where Sunspot is leading uh, an Avengers, basically conference. It's a, well, they're around a conference table. So we've got Smasher, Cannonball, uh, we've got Pod, Manifold, uh, and actually uh, we find out a little bit into the conversation that Black Widow and Spider Woman are also around the table. So that's that's fun to see them travel from the last issue where they were with Tony. Now they they've connected up with this team of new Avengers. So this team is different than the Shield run Avengers, uh, and that's an important distinction. Um, also around the table we've got the Zebra Kids, who are uh, Actually, also, uh, they came to be because of the origin bombs. And then Agents of AIM. And AIM, again, is now run by Sunspot, who purchased them. And so, I guess they're good guys, and they work with the Avengers. So, Sunspot talks about the plan. He talks about uh, what we talked about last month here on the show with that team of Avengers that chose to go into some portal that sent them across the multiverse. We never saw them this month, but they're trying to save the Earth and... So there, he talked about that. Um, then he talked about how he knows something that the Illuminati is planning. And they're saying, how could you know what they're planning? 
And he sa- and Sunspot says, I've had someone inside their operation for the last month. Then we go to a flashback uh, where there's a place called Nation X. And as far as I'm, as far as I know, this Nation X doesn't exist in present day comics. Um, it looks like it's at the site where Cyclops' team of X-Men are in the Uncanny X-Men title, but I'm not certain. So Sunspot's visiting Cyclops, uh, and Beast also is there uh, somehow. I don't know how that all came together, but we end up finding out that Beast is ready to work with Sunspot so that uh, maybe peace can happen. Let's see. Oh, no. Sunspot asks Beast what's it all about. He says, confession, absolution. Young man, I am lost and in great need of rescue. I need your help. So I think Beast sees that they, maybe the Illuminati aren't necessarily the good guys in this battle. I don't know that they're the bad guys either. I just think Beast is done with all these different teams. You know, like I said, we've got the new Avengers. We've got the Shield run Avengers. We've got the Illuminati. Um, so Sunspot's just trying to fill everybody else in on what's been going on. And like I said, this helped me figure out more of what's happening. Uh, let's see. He says Beast filled them in on all of their plans. He basically told me everything the Illuminati were up to, including the fact that they have pl- a plan for both settling up with the S.H.I.E.L.D. team and eliminating the Cabal from the equation. And he told me we're going to do it soon. Uh, then Manifold says, I honestly have no idea what I'm supposed to be, who I'm supposed to be supporting here, which I think is perfect for some character to say that because that's what us, the readers, are feeling. Manifold goes on to say, we all left the Avengers because we refused to hunt other Avengers, but then we also completely washed our hands of the Illuminati because what they were doing. I'm so lost. Um, And uh, Sunspot's like, yeah, that's exactly it. You're lost, but so are they. They all are lost and we need to help them. Uh, So Sunspot says that we have to stop them from fighting each other and find a way to remind them who they are and what they're supposed to be. And that's our mission. So now we know what the new Avengers are up to. Uh, and so Sun, you know, Manifold asks a good question. He says, if the Illuminati are setting a trap, then why don't we just... But Sunspot catches him off. Cut, or cuts him off, I should say. Uh, he says, the problem is, they're not the only ones that are running at con. So is the S.H.I.E.L.D. team. And then he asked, Manifold asks, how do you know that? And Sunspot points at Black Widow and Spider-Woman who are sitting around the table. They've been with uh, Steve Rogers, so they know what he's been up to also. So this team of new Avengers, they're really in the power position in the sense that they know everybody else's secrets. So they really have to bring all the teams together. And then I'm starting to see that's really maybe what Time Runs Out is about at this point. I mean, in present day comics, we'll be reading and seeing things fall apart. And I heard that the secret of, or not secret, uh, the Avengers world title. So there's a bunch of Avengers titles. You know, I've, I've been covering new Avengers and Avengers here on this show, but there's also a title called Avengers world, not written by Jonathan Hickman, but uh, they're about to start or have just started a series. It's not a series. It's a storyline called before time runs out. And that's supposed to be starting to fill in the blanks of how did we get to this world that we're seeing now? Um, but I'm starting to see now through this conversation what Time Runs Out could really be all about, which is reassembling the Avengers. Uh, I'll read this uh, quote from Black Widow. Steve Rogers has assumed that his enemy is smarter than him, so his only recourse was redundancy and overwhelming force. To that end, he he has quietly assembled secondary 
teams that almost no one knows about. The Illuminati think their adversary is one thing, when in fact it is something all to, something else altogether. Uh, so it's a lot of cons going on, uh, a lot of different plans, and Sunspot really wants to just, uh, well, he wants to bring everybody back together. His closing quote here is, uh, let's see. Do you remember how this all started? Ex Nihilo and his origin bombs. He wanted to remake the Earth, but do you know what he really did? He kickstarted our Avengers world. Um, he said seven sites were hit. Uh, you know, some of them the Avengers were able to stop from causing harm. Uh, but he's but then Sunspot start, Sunspot starts pointing around the room and and showing who they have. To sh- now that or because of the origin bombs who's on their team now so he looks at the zebra kids he looks at pod then there's a character validator who i don't know anything about this character maybe that character has existed before i i'm sure he or she has i can't even tell what i think it's a male but i'm not positive uh it's uh, sunspot says that the control we control the power of evolution that's validator uh and we we also have an army thanks to the final site and then he looks over at shang chi and then we see a flashback to Shang-Chi somehow figuring out how to use bits of the, the plant forms, uh, light, plant life forms that have come from the origin bombs. And somehow Shang-Chi is able now to duplicate himself using the using the site where uh, that was hit by the origin bomb. Um, let me see if there's any quote that explains it. It absorbed them as well. So Shang went to the other way and submitted. Oh, okay. He gave in to these plant forms instead of trying to fight them. And by doing that, gained control of the site and the power it uh, wielded. It was the power of replication. And now a man has become an army. And then there's this splash page of 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10 different versions of Shang-Chi standing with Pod. So that's how the issue ends. So pretty good issue. That This one... Of the two, I mean, both are pretty good, but this is the better one, Avengers number 38 here, because this started to finally shed light on what's happening here in this world. What's the point? Why are there all these different teams? So overall, pretty good month. Yeah, I liked it. Um, I have been toying with the idea of cutting back and maybe not reading all these issues, and it is starting to get to be a little bit spendy to keep buying uh, all these that are really leading up to something I'm more interested in, Secret Wars, but... I think since I'm covering them on the show, I'll just keep reading along. But then it's making me wonder how much of Secret Wars will I be purchasing? I know there's going to be a lot of tie-ins. I don't want to get too sucked into it. I've just been purchasing Spider-Verse tie-ins like crazy. So uh, let me know what you're thinking out there. If you're interested in these adventure storylines, if you're interested in Secret Wars, uh, if anybody's out there reading these, uh, I might even like to have you on the show possibly and get your feel for how you think Time Runs Out is going. So write us here at feedback at comicbooktimemachine.com. And as always, you can just check out our website at the Comic Book Time Machine. Actually, I don't think it's the. I think it's just comicbooktimemachine.com. So that is all from here, everybody. Thanks so much for joining us. My name is Matt Anderson, and I am signing off.